Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful summer morning. Feels wonderful to be sitting in the temple. Greeting you. We have been away from gathering in the temple for some time. Feels good. Before we begin, let's take a few moments to arrive and settle down. So wherever you are, just be comfortable. Lighten your mind. Close your eyes. Relax the facial muscles. Neck. Shoulders. Spine. Soften the belly and get grounded. Grounded. Pay attention to the peace descending in your eyes as you settle down. All the restlessness just settling down the way sand settles in a glass of water. Connect with that breath that's rising from the navel, coming towards the heart as you breathe in. And attention going back to the navel as you breathe out. This vertical movement of your attention with each breath. As the body comes down, settles down, your breath becomes smoother and shorter. Prana Vayu. Life-giving breath. With each breath comes the life force being absorbed. That life force going to every single cell of your body. Imagining the happiness, the nourishment 
of every single cell of your body welcome this breath. Settler than settle, your awareness permeating your whole being, bringing nourishment to every single cell of your body. When we are truly receiving, nothing is lacking in that moment. Welcoming the life force with gratitude. And appreciation. For a moment, we are going to pause this breath. And release again. Pause again. When you are pausing the breath, think about softness in your chest. There'll be a little anxiousness, but relax it. Release the breath before you begin to stress out. Pause again. When you are pausing, Think of the absorption of the prana, the life force. And release. Pause again, connect with the heartbeat. Each beat of the heart ripples, creates the ripple going all over your body and beyond. Release. Pausing the breath again, thinking of stilling our eyes, let our mind rest in the center of the forehead.
release the breath, keep the attention focused in the center of the forehead. Eyes closed, slightly pulled upwards, pointed towards the center of the forehead. Mind resting there. Light emerges from the depth of your consciousness, light of the third eye. Pause the breath while holding this light in the center of the forehead. In place of contraction, think of expansion in the heart. And release the breath. Let it be smooth. Keep your mind focused in the center of the forehead. Slowly, we open our eyes. Thank you for taking this time to just be quiet and still. Someone once asked Sarkar Baba, what is it that we worship? Baba said, Pran Vayu. Pran means life force, Vayu means air. Because when this pranvayu, life-giving breath, does not come and go. 
we all know what happens. It is the pranavayu that brings us back to life with each visitation. What could be more important and precious and powerful than this? It is through the breath we become aware of ourselves. It is through the breath we connect with ourselves. If you do not have any practice, any spiritual practice, just being connected with your breath brings everything to you that you need to know. Your presence is the presence of God. If you are present to yourself, you can find a needle in a haystack. If you are not connected with yourself, an elephant could be standing in front of you and you would not see it. This is why we have all the practices, prayers, meditations, all these things that people do in all great traditions. It's really to bring them back to yourself. What happens? You pray for something. You want things to be a certain way. You go and pray for it. As you pray in your mind, you are thinking that that thing will be settled. That gives a little consolation. And once there is a consolation, then you settle down. Prayer gives us a feeling that whatever I am doing, whatever I am praying for, will come to fruition. And that settles you down, brings you back to yourself. You are not flowing out, wishing for it to be that way. At least you get a little consolation with the prayer. Just this little practice that we did sitting here, when we were totally absorbed into ourselves. We experienced that in that moment, nothing was lacking, nothing was missing. I wasn't trying to make even the world any better. I was totally content within me. So when we are really truly connected with ourselves, we are connected with the whole. And that is the truth. We are all part of the whole. We are not separate. 
And the breath that we have is the best friend to bring us back to ourselves. A yogi is constantly in touch with his or her breath. A yogi is always in touch with his or her breath. If nothing, if you pay attention to the breath, it's um, four inches, six inches, 12 inches, even paying attention to that sometimes. Now you say, what does this four, eight and 12 mean? We measure the breath like this, just how far can you feel the breath coming out of your nostrils? What is this distance? Four inches? A little longer is eight inches? A little more is 12 inches? Four inch breath is the breath of a yogi. It's smooth, it's short, effortless. Eight inch breath is the breath of a bhogi. There is a word yogi, then there is a word bhogi. Bhogi means one who is running with the senses. Everything is all about senses, indulgence. So, yogi and bhogi. Bhogi is also means one who is indulging in the senses. And also the other word for bhogi, bhog, means one who is suffering. It's the same word, bhogi. One who enjoys, indulges, and one who suffers. Little bit indulgence is bhog, vilas, enjoyment. Too much indulgence is suffering. So four inches the breath that you can feel from your nostrils coming up is the sign of you are established in your yogi self. When your breath is eight inches long that you can just keep Sometimes even if you put a little moisture here, it's easier to feel it. Just a little water or something. Um, and 12 inches, when the breath gets to 12 inches, that's a sign that this person is about to leave the world now. If you have noticed somebody in hospice, see how hard their breath is, how long their breath is. So these are the little things that we should learn about our own breath. If you have nothing to do, sometimes just sitting and just pay attention to the breath that's flowing out of your nostrils 
and for the breath with the that you are pulling in. Um, your breath is short. Yes. When you are, something is going on in your mind or you are enjoying something that you really like, pay attention to that breath in the middle of that. Your breath is long at that time. You're excited. And when you are excited, your breath is different. And 12 inches is, is when it's, every breath is an effort. It's time to leave. Sometimes when you are sitting around, just even checking which nostril is flowing in this moment, left one or the right one. Then pay attention to what's happening in you, within you. What state of mind are you in? Are you happy? Are you unhappy? Are you worried? Are you stressed? Just pay attention to, in that moment, what nostril is flowing. If you do not like the state that you are in, you want to change the state of your being in that moment, all you need to do is change the flow of your breath. Swar. Change the swar. You are in a state of mind, your state of being that you are not happy. Okay, so instead of just thinking about the problems or trying to solve it through the mind, just check. Okay, it's the left one that's more dominant, more flowing, more open at this moment. Just close the left one if you want to change the sword. Whichever is more dominant, more open, just close it. And very slowly start breathing in and breathing out through the nostril that is a little stiff. You'll see eight, nine breaths. There is a shift. The moment the swar changes, your mood changes. You are out of that. These are little things that the yogis do. They look like they are doing nothing sitting in one place. People coming and going and telling their stories and their difficulties, their problems. They sit in one place. They're not only listening and um, solving problems. First of all, before they can solve somebody else's problem, they have to put themselves in a good place. So if even if somebody is sitting in front of you and you feel yourself, you're getting anxious and getting stressed, take care of yourself. Find a way to connect with your breath without making look like you are really going to be a yogi. Let me see, let me sit in the lotus and let me do this. Then I can talk to you. Don't make a drama like that. 
make it so subtle that one sitting in front of you doesn't even know what you are doing. And these kind of things come with practice. You know, in yogic poses, you have seen people sit and do like this and close. And you don't have to do all that. You can just do very simply, just that person sitting in front of you doesn't even know. All you have done is blocked your nostril. They will think you are thinking, but you are doing something different. So, there is a saying in Hindi, Gupta Yogi Pragate Bhar means whatever is done subtly, silently, without making a show, that is yoga. And what is done with big pomp and show and big drama, that's a drama. Not it. This is the real thing. That you do it subtly. That person in front of you doesn't even know what you are doing. They think you are doing something different. Your practice, yours, should be very subtle, very secret in a way. It's not something to show off. Live in the world as if you're very simple. Anyway, the breath, the, there are so many ways to be with our breath. And there are so many ways to connect with ourselves. No matter what is going on, your breath is always there to hold your hand. Your mind is racing, laying in bed in the night. You can't fall asleep. Just stop the breath. Pause the breath in that moment. Just pause it. Immediately, the mind will come back home to check if everything is okay. Pause the breath. Begin to listen to your heartbeat. Bring in some positive imagination that the breath is being absorbed. Every single cell of my body is rejoicing in this moment, opening up. This way, the mind that's just going uncontrolled all over will come back home. It will also come and say, this is hocus pocus, it's not working, it's not doing any good. I got some more important things to worry about. But those what they're worrying about is not going to solve any problem. So you have to look at your habit also. Sometimes because of the habit we have gotten into the worrying and that worrying doesn't solve any problem. What solves the problem is you coming back to yourself, your centered self, your grounded self, your happy self, then 
solution comes. Even things don't change. What we want to change, if it doesn't change, the solution comes. And how? Because by connecting with yourself, you have learned to accept it. And there is the solution. Things will be what they are. Every day of her life is not the same. What is important is how we navigate through it and how we accept it. And that happens only when we are connected with ourselves, grounded into ourselves. And this breath is the best friend to bring us back. It's nothing mysterious. It's not expensive. You don't have to go somewhere to find it. You don't have to go on a retreat or a vacation. It's all right here. And we have time also. It's, you can't say, I don't have time for this. You like it, if you want to work on it, you'll find time for it. Here and there, even in your office or in your, wherever you work, just take a moment, just pause, stop, connect with that breath. Maybe make a ritual of, okay, I'm going to take three deep breaths whenever I can pause. And practice. This is the practice. Practice, practice, practice. If we don't practice, then we are going to read more, Google more, find more books, buy more books, go to more seminars and this and that. The simple practice of connecting with your pranavayu, it's right here, very precious. Answer to all our problems is within us. When we just stop being agitated, anxious, stressed, come back to ourselves. We find the answer. I bow to that pranavayu within us all, and it's very precious. This is what we worship. We don't worship anything else. We don't need to. Just connect with this breath. Think of its preciousness. And it brings us back with each visitation. You're sitting with your eyes closed and somebody, oh, what are you doing? You have nothing better to do. If you know what you are doing, doesn't matter what others say, it doesn't matter. Sitting with my breath, being peaceful, being calm, being 
content is very precious. Very precious. Holding that appreciation and gratitude for this breath in our mind, let's just close our eyes. Be absolutely still. Let the breath come in and go out. In the beginning, you are watching breath coming in and going out. Just as a witness. Then the witness dissolves into that breath and it all becomes breath. Prana, life force, prana, flowing in and flowing out. Connecting with that expansion and contraction that's happening in the whole creation. That's evolution. Expansion, contraction. Expansion, contraction. I bow to this sacredness within us and thank you for being here. I would love to hear what's on your mind and If you'd like to speak with Babaji, this is Shannon. If you'd like to speak with Babaji, you can please feel free to chat me. Or if you'd like me to relay a comment or a question to him, you can chat that. I'm happy to do that. Babaji, there's a question about breath. Um, when, when I become conscious of my breath, it loses its involuntary nature and becomes under my conscious control. What should I do in those circumstances? Can you read that question again, Shannon? I'm not reading it. I'm asking it. <laughs> so I'll say it again. <laughs> when I, uh, when I, uh, when, when I become conscious of my breathing, it stops being, it starts being something I'm doing or controlling versus right. something that's happening. And right. so would you have specific, so for example, in meditation, would you have specific instruction on to not control it, to let it stop. It, stop. it starts with little discipline. So that's good to bring little discipline means your mind begins to make it flow certain way. And then it goes away. You, you start with that. And then when it becomes a little more familiar, then it goes. So you stop controlling. Then you dissolve into it. That's what happens in meditation. Thank you, Papa. Mm -hmm. There's lots in the chat. 
uh, question. I thought we were to focus on deep breaths. I'm confused by the value of four inch breath. Deep breath is done very consciously. You're doing it, but the 12 inch breath that I was talking about, it's more coming with a struggle. So deep breathing that you do during the practice is different than the breath that's happening uh, normally. And that is 12 inches. There is a struggle, there is a grasp, grasping happening in that moment. But in this one, there is no grasping. And another follow-up, what a wonderful and simple practice, breathing, so grateful for your teachings. I have been breathing deeply doing my mantra. What breath is best for your mantra? If the mind is agitated and running too much, then focus on the breath very slowly, not with force, very slowly, but make the inhalation long. And very slowly make the exhalation short and long. And actually, if you are doing with a mantra, repeat your mantra, maybe three, four mantra in in-breath, three, four month, mantra out-breath. So that way you can regulate it. But then when the mind has settled down, then you will drop that. And then you go back to your absorption. And uh, the last question that's currently in the chat is Pranam Babaji. How can breath help us deal with the state of confusion while making decisions? Breath can help you come back to yourself, your calm self, your grounded self. Then the state of confusion, there is a little opening in there. It's a matter of practice. Practice of coming back to yourself, to your ground itself. Whatever you are confused about and you can't solve it, if you come back to yourself, it, it loses its value in that moment. So all this practice is all about coming back to your wholeness, your, your groundedness. And we have confusion and only when we are grasping and we are just trying to do too many things. There are too many options. So breath solves the problem just by bringing you back to your wholeness. And when you are working on that moment, think about that, that you're coming back to yourself, the one that's whole, that's pure, that's wise, that's sacred. When we forget our ability, to really acknowledge our wholeness, our wisdom, then we get confused. Ron, it's good to see you. Unmute yourself. Come on, Babaji. 
This is Ron Barrett, who wrote the book called Aghor Medicine. And it's a beautiful book published by Sunni Press. And um, Ron, can you have a couple of boxes sent to the ashram? I'm, 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 I'm sending them this week, Baba. <clears throat> They're coming. Okay. Yes. Aghor Medicine, Dawa or Dua? Ron did his uh, PhD on um, Aghor in Varanasi. With, with your guidance and, and the doors that you open, Baba. Uh, and uh, and and there's there's quite a bit about the uh, about the the earlier days of the Sonoma Ashram at the end of the book, but don't skip ahead. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few more questions coming in, Babaji. If you'd like to hear them, uh, let's see here. Uh, thank you, Babaji. This meditation was perfect for me. I had the removal of my top lobes of my right lung a week ago. This honoring of my breath has been my only purpose. Hearing that four inches is enough is very encouraging for me that healing is happening. This validation is a gift. Thank you, Babaji, for your teachings. Just sitting with appreciation. Just the breath and letting it do its work. Our body is very capable of healing itself. Very capable of healing itself. We just uh, confuse it by trying to bring too many things of the world. We just let it be, sit, lie down, appreciate each breath. Bring the imagination this breath is bringing life force to every single cell of my body, vitalizing, rejuvenating. It happens. Thank you. My blessings for your healing. Uh, there's one more question. Why does our mind want to go toward complicated things rather than the simplicity of the breath? Bad habit. <laughs> Bad habit. We, because of the moment we were born, we were children, uh, growing up, our senses, our fascination with the senses, and that's good to be fascinated, but they're good tools. Um, but then we begin to indulge in their hunger. And then our mind just is always running away to fulfill that but what is in here doesn't require these senses sense organs that requires something else and that's the practice we're going to bring spiritual practice in That's all that's in the chat, Babaji. You see everybody on the screen and you are in the temple. It's a, I can just, it just feels good to welcome you from the temple and bring you in the temple virtually. So you're, you're projected on a big screen over there. So everybody in the temple can see you too. <laughs>
And you can see everybody sitting in the temple. This is the first time we're playing with this idea. So feels good. So wherever you are, just pull your spine straight. Close your eyes. Open your shoulders. Keep your mind in touch with the breath coming in and breath going out with a sense of sacredness. This phenomena is a sacred phenomena in your life. It is the breath that we worship, meaning there is love, there is respect, there is a sense of sacredness. This moment is a sacred moment in my life. I bow to that sacredness and thank you all for your presence. <laughs>